Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Get ready. Some really frustrated fans out there. I know. Some disappointed. Some really angry. Well, it feels devastating when you just keep coming up short. I know. We could really use some perspective. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Absolutely. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. That was Alex Lord, served 12 years in the Army, deployed twice to Iraq. Ziana is his beautiful German Shepherd. Great dog. Service dog from Puppy Jake. And big thank you to all the veterans For out sure. There. Yeah, I can't thank them enough. And a happy birthday to you, John Sears. Thank you. 29 today, yeah. Yep, I brought you, <laughs> I brought you all your favorite things. Oh, what do we got? Sour Patch Kids. Oh, yeah, these will be gone quickly. Mike and Ike's. Oh, boy. Starburst. Oh, man, look at this. And I feel like uh, it's Halloween all over. Mike and Ike's again, different flavor. Wow, thank Seriously, you. You could get John anything. Nothing's better than that $5 I spent. Candy and pizza. I'll take Sound it. off at 515-282-9010. The Cyclones come from down 21 in the second half and have a chance to win for the second straight time at Oklahoma. Iowa State's gopher broke two-point conversion fails. And the clones come up short 42-41. Hawkeyes also make a comeback, and like the Cyclones, the two-point conversion doesn't work. In fact, Iowa fails on a two-point conversion for the 10th straight time. Ouch, doesn't even seem possible. Badgers make it four straight over Iowa, 24-22. Let's sound off about this, Iowa State's game or anything, 282-9010. Since 1940, when Oklahoma leads by 21 at the half, the Sooners are 195 and zero. That according to Elias. Iowa State nearly ended that streak. The no quit left all Cyclone fans pleased with the effort, if not the execution. The Clones dropped interceptions, tackled like Deion Sanders, had a throwback night for penalties, and still had a shot. Down 42-41, 24 seconds left. Matt Campbell did not hesitate. He said, win it now. Cyclones go for two. Brock Purdy had Sooners in his face quickly. Zips a pass to LaMichael Petway, and Petway nearly catches it before Parnell Motley takes it away. Piemont clearly interfered with Petway, but short of a mugging, you can't count on that call with the game on the line, though it should not matter. 
Tight end Charlie Kohler was also wide open, but Purdy had to make a quick read. The fail led to second guessing, but when first guessing, I loved the call. Iowa State had the Oklahoma defense on its heels, a chance to let its offense win it instead of Oklahoma's, and a kicking history shakier than jello. Go for it. When I see Brock Purdy just keep making unbelievable plays, I'd rather put the game in his hands. I trust him. I believe in him. Um, he's unbelievable. Purdy's good, and that was a hell of a comeback, but still a loss. In year four, Campbell has Iowa State in every game. The Cyclones have lost four times by a combined 11 points, but still four losses. The next step, winning more close games. All right, time for... I think. On Monday, the top basketball recruit in the state of Iowa and one of the best prospects in the country will make his college decision. Xavier Foster from Oskaloosa, four-star, seven-foot center with a crazy high ceiling. Foster's recruiting has been well-documented for the past two years. After plenty of suitors and college visits being wined and dined, Foster will choose between Iowa and Iowa State. Now, there have been plenty of athletes come through the state that have picked the Hawkeyes over the Cyclones or vice versa, but I can't remember any with this type of profile or hype that officially announced Iowa and Iowa State as the two finalists. Come 9 a.m. Monday morning, I can already see how this will play out on social media. If Xavier chooses Iowa State, Hawkeye fans will sulk and say he's overrated, not a big loss. If Foster chooses Iowa, Cyclone fans will quickly point out Xavier must not want to play in the NBA because Iowa State produces more NBA players. I truly think this decision is 50-50. If he's looking for the better atmosphere with more recent success, I think the choice is Iowa State. If he's looking for where his style of play is a better fit, stretch center that can run the floor and shoot threes, I think the choice is Iowa. 50-50, no wrong decision. From all accounts and the handful of times I've interviewed him, Foster seems like a really good kid. Humble, not into the big spotlight, stayed in Oskaloosa to play high school ball. Whoever Foster chooses, I ask you this. Please just remember, he's still a kid doing what he thinks is best for him. Keep your comments to yourself and off of social media. They'll do no good. And hey, let's celebrate the fact that a high-profile in-state recruit is actually staying within our borders. Roy Williams didn't even come across the state line this time, did he? That's <laughs> We're going to get to watch him in state. Yeah, you closed with a good point there. Joey is in Ames. Joey, welcome to Sound Off. Alongside John Sears, I'm Keith Murphy. What's on your mind tonight on this uh, football weekend as both Iowa and Iowa State eliminated from getting to the conference championship games, basically, which was the dream at the start of the year? Yeah, I was just saying that uh, I think that both Iowa and Iowa State played really well this weekend against really good opponents. And... I think they should put the Iowa State-Iowa game later in the season because I feel like it would be one heck of a matchup. And, of course, I'm a Cyclone fan, so I'd say the Cyclones right now with their offense would definitely put it on Iowa. I'll say this about the Hawkeye game, man. It, it was frustrating for three quarters because the frustrating part is all of a sudden the fourth quarter rolls around and it's two quick touchdowns. So you think to yourself, why can't Iowa do that early on in the game? It, it almost seems stubborn, John. Yeah. It, it's like the tempo worked. The sense of urgency worked. Right Suddenly, down the field. Yeah, the passing game opens up. It all works. Now, some of that could be defensive adjustments or adjustments Iowa's offense to Wisconsin's defense. Mm -hmm. But it seems like you should know going into this game that what has been 
tried in the past against Wisconsin is not working, and now Wisconsin finishes the decade with seven out of eight wins against Iowa. And I, I will say this, I think the even bigger disappointing part for Iowa, they came in with this you know, really good defense. They could not tackle Jonathan Taylor. He was running through Hawkeye defenders all night long, whether it was D-line, linebackers, safeties, cornerbacks, running through the 250 yards rushing. He had 250 yards rushing in part because the defense was out there so much they were worn out by the end of the game, and that's when he racked up a oh, yeah. lot of, of the yards. Yeah, yeah, and he's a really good back. Would you let your kid hug that badger? That badger looks scary. <laughs> badger looks really – how about this play by Epinesa right here? And early, it starts well for Iowa, mm -hmm. but again, don't cash in and get a touchdown here. Settle for three. First and ten on the 15, yep. you got to settle for you, – you, you have to punch that in for a touchdown. Set the tone early. They didn't. Let's get a quick call here from Peyton in Ames. Uh, Peyton, you're already thinking basketball. Are you turning the page? Yeah, I'm kind of switching it up a little bit, guys. Hey, John, happy birthday. Hey, thank you. He's got candy. He's happy. <laughs> no, I'm just saying for Xavier Foster, um, it's a kind of a simple decision for me as a basketball player looking at coaches. I mean, uh, I mean Steve Prohm mm -hmm. or Fran McCaffrey, it's just McCaffrey's a hothead, and I would not want to play for that guy. If you're a Cyclone fan, that's the normal reaction, right? If you're a Hawkeye fan, have you heard many Hawkeye players say that, saying they don't like McCaffrey? No, I haven't. It's been the, the opposite. They love no, him. No, he Most rubs a lot him. of fans yeah, He rubs way. fans the wrong way. And in year 10, yeah. he hasn't had mm -hmm. that much success. Certainly for sure, not yeah. next level success. Yep. But the players speak well of him. They love playing for him. Yeah. He, he, now there's McCaffrey's everywhere. There's two, <laughs> there's, two, there's two sons, one on the sideline. Yeah, you, uh, you'll see a McCaffrey. But yeah, we'll hear a lot about this game. tomorrow, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Mark Freund will be there from Channel 13. I think he's going to try to Facebook live it and cover it at the same time. I don't know how There'll it's be a few people out. there. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges. Nick R. from Ankeny says his buddy Jeremy Twos looks just like Channel 13 meteorologist Brett McIntyre. What do you think, Tiny Ref? He likes that one. I think, I think that's Brett's twin brother. <laughs> uh, Rick Rowe of Clive says... Windsor Heights Police Chief Chad McCluskey looks like Cyclone Coach Matt Campbell. Tiny Ref? Likes that one too. Man, I did not know the double Matt ding. Campbell was doing two jobs. He makes enough money. Send your lookalikes to sound off at WHOTV.com. Guys, there are times when something ridiculous becomes understandable or justifiable. And how does that happen? And why did we let it happen this week? It's What's Bugging Andy next. Time for another game of knockout. One has to go in honor of Veterans Day. Jay Wright suggests World War II movies, series. Okay. Uh, these aren't the only great ones, A lot of good but ones. these are four, and one's got to go. Which do you knock out? Uh, Saving Private Ryan, Patton, Band of Brothers, or Inglorious Bastards. Out of these four, I'm, I'm going Patton, but I've enjoyed them all. Probably Patton, yeah. But he, yeah. Great I speech at the beginning. Yeah. It's time for What's Bugging Andy, and this week... It's load management. For instance, every few months, Murph has to miss a sound off. Load management. A lot has been made this week of Kawhi Leonard's decision to sit out the Clippers game against Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Bucks. Load management was the reason, and that's the modern term for a starter sitting out a game when he's healthy enough to play for the sake of saving wear and tear on his body. 
become a familiar term, and we fans have, by and large, come to accept it. And that's always an odd phenomenon, right? When something that is strange and should be unusual becomes usual and not so strange. It's like the first time you heard about a $500 cooler. That's ridiculous. Coolers should be about $50. Those work just fine. No one needs to keep ice for five days. And there's never going to be a situation where a grizzly bear is in my camp and my biggest concern is saving what's in my cooler. But alas, I now own one of those expensive coolers. If Kawhi Leonard is healthy enough to play, he should play. He's playing basketball, not smelting iron. And his career will almost certainly be over in about 10 years. Fans pay a lot of money and rearrange their lives to attend his games, and most of them are there to see him. Imagine paying through the nose to see your favorite band, and then the lead singer has the night off because he's saving himself for the bigger cities at the end of the tour. If players are truly paid to win championships, then all but those on the winning team should be giving back their paychecks at the end of the season. Well, they don't, and they're not. They're paid for the whole year, and your regular season tickets pay their salaries. But again, what's more alarming than the idea of load management is our acceptance of it. We do care most about titles, and we've seen players win them after they've taken time off in the regular season. Plus, we all know the regular season is way too long, so we can kind of understand, and there we go. We're well on our way to being cool with load management. We need to stop there. There needs to be certain times when star players are expected to play, whether it's for their teams or their fans, and we should expect Kawhi Leonard to play in the playoffs and when he's healthy enough to play the Bucks in November. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Former Hawkeye Desmond King proves that when you look good, you play good, or well, as my English teacher would demand. <laughs> Who's in your five is next, plus live calls, 515-282-9010. Devian, Josh, Cheezer, Cheezer is on the line. And Joe, all waiting to sound off. Twitter is at SoundOff13. Facebook is SoundOff Nation. David writes, woke up proud, longtime fan who has watched blowout after blowout in Norman. But even when we got down, I had faith we could battle back. And the coaches and players did for sure. Just needed one more play. John writes, not sure many would have expected wins at Michigan and Wisconsin or home against Penn State. So six and three, not a shock, but frustrating because they could have actually won them all with the way the game's played out. This is just one of those almost years, John. The what ifs. Uh, the what if yep. year for both teams. Mm -hmm, both. You know the combined, you know combined. Yeah. Iowa State and Iowa have lost a combined seven games by a combined 25 points. That's crazy. That's the three, three points, yeah. Man, yeah. Who's in your five? Sharpest NFL uniforms. You can argue this. These okay, are mine. Yeah. These, okay, are these are, are your favorite. Yeah, these are my favorite. Uh, number five, Oakland, the Oakland Raiders. That's a throwback. That's a classic yeah, look. A cla right I, lo there. I love their helmet. Yeah, it's hard to improve on that. Number four, Detroit Lions. Anytime, Silver. Now, the, th the thing you're going to notice here, the pants need to match the helmet. That's yeah. a better look. And Barry Sanders looked really, and he's got those huge shoulder pads. I'm surprised they could even capture him in a photo. <laughs> uh, number three, the New England Patriots, 
when they wear the throwbacks with yeah. the with the, the Minuteman snapping the football, the red jerseys, their uniforms now. Stink. Can they just? Why don't they just stick with these? They should. They they're, should. they're great. Is there any way to bring the Houston Oilers back just so that we can see these <laughs> awesome? Uniforms? I love that helmet, the Oilers, oh, the old gosh. Oilers. So great. And the name and, is great too. And remember Oilers. when the shoulder pads were like this? Look at this? those things. Yeah, gosh, that looks like a, a, an '80s pop. He's star. got a table on his shoulders with a. a a tablecloth on. And number one, the San Diego Chargers. Powder blue. Man, the powder blue uniforms, the white helmet, the iconic bolt. God, that was a good, good look. They finally went back to these. They went navy for a while. Oh, uh, yeah. What, what were you thinking? When you have something good, just stick with it. All right. Stick with it. It's about uh, the money, though. Joe is in West Des Moines. Xavier Foster will make his announcement 9 in the morning. Joe, what are you expecting to happen? Well, Keith, I, I, I'm just like, what I get really frustrated with, like, first of all, I want to say that you guys completely skipped over the Seattle Seahawks, like, uh, bright green ones. Oh, the old school Seahawks? Uh, yeah, I skipped are, right up Piam on purpose. <laughs> I mean, that is quite a beautiful uniform. I mean, like, my dad gets quite upset because he can't feed on TV because he gets, you know, like, upset about the uniforms. I know. Well, uniforms we're going to move on. Emotion. We're going to move on. We're gonna, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. to it's, Xavier Foster. It's totally subjective Xavier, to Foster. Here's the thing about Xavier Foster. Xavier Foster is one of the nicest, sweetest kids I've ever met in my entire life. I'm I glad mean, to hear that. I met him as a sophomore, and I come into the state tournament as an outsider, as a perspective guy. This kid is just perfect for the Iowa basketball team. He is, like him and Joe Wieskamp and Joe Toussaint, like Joe Toussaint is going to be an All-American. So we're all clear. Are you hoping it, that Xavier Foster is watching right now? And that, <laughs> I got a feeling he, he's wanting him to go to Iowa. Yeah, you want him at Iowa, don't you? Andy, Andy, cool off. Hold on one second. I'm saying this kid is the most beautiful like player I've ever seen. He was like a man amongst boys, and you just showed that highlight of him. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's outrageous. He is literally like you see an NBA player. It's like Kevin Durant playing against whoever is in Oscar's conference. It's, it's a seven-footer that can shoot threes, and he wants yeah. you to start his fan club. My goodness. Man, yeah, he's going to be you his for agent. The Se- seven feet tall, John, like seven-two with the fro. Yeah, I mean, and his, his wingspan's even longer. I mean, he is like a, a, a Durant, Giannis type of, just the, the body yeah. style. I mean, long way to go for a talent, but body style, just like that, yeah. My son Colin right now, he is uh, he's about 5'11", but 6'1", with the flow. <laughs> he's got that Your flow. son's got great hair. Don't I wish I had it, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh is in Pella. Josh, you frustrated by that Chiefs game today? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Hey, a uh, quick shout-out to all the veterans. But uh, with this loss and then the schedule we have coming up, do you uh, think the offense can get us there? Or are we going to try to, you know, come up with something on the defense here. I think the defense is the worry. The offense did its job. Yeah, I, I think the Chiefs will be okay. I think it helps they play in the in the AFC West where I don't think the Chargers or the Broncos or the Raiders are going to be really, you know, much to worry about. But Look out for the Raiders. It They're is coming. a little bit of a concern. It is a little bit of a concern, but they'll they'll right the ship. They're too good with Mahomes at quarterback. All right, over, under. This is overrated. Okay, this is a big one. Underrated. Yes, this is the Popeyes edition. Okay. Overrated Popeyes chicken sandwich. Wait. 
Overrated? Have you even had one? It's like an hour wait to get one. No, I have not had one, <laughs> but no chicken sandwich is worth waiting in line for two hours. Two hours. Or getting shanked. Jeez. Underrated. Popeye's red beans and rice. I have you not had, had no. Oh, man. Good. That's some good stuff. That's worth waiting for. That, not for two hours, but <laughs> I'd wait 10 minutes. Straight ahead on Face Off, the nation's lone unbeatens, including the Grandview University Vikings. Between the three of us here in the studio, yep. none of us realized I called the Chargers San Diego because that's it's ingrained it, in my head. Seems like the San Diego Chargers, but even though they're not wanted in Los Angeles, Los Angeles Chargers. They are. The Sorry LA about Chargers. that. Regret the error. All right. Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face off. Last week on Murphy's Law, you talked about the Spearfish Pier South Dakota High School football playoff game that ended. 103 to 0. This week, Spearfish's coach resigned. Yeah, that's the coach whose team had zero. I had feedback from South Dakota on this one. Many people wanted me to know peer played backups, mm -hmm. others that no one enjoys a 103 to nothing game. And yes, that's the point. Everyone loses, even the winner. Larger points, a 0 and 9 team doesn't belong yeah. in the playoffs. South Dakota should not have seven classes. And if you're going to ignore those two points, Get a mercy rule. Yeah, got to end it sooner. The NCAA handed out suspensions this week to some high-profile players. Ohio State football player Chase Young suspended for accepting a loan from a family friend. Memphis basketball player James Wiseman deemed ineligible because current head coach Penny Hardaway helped Wiseman's family move to Memphis. Now, the rules as they currently exist appear to have been broken, so punishment can't go on what rule changes we, mm -hmm. we think might be coming. The interesting one to watch is Memphis, John. Yeah. Memphis ignored the NCAA and played Wiseman anyway. That is a direct challenge. It is. Now, don't look now, but Illinois is bowl eligible. Whoa. The Illini scored 27 fourth quarter points to upset Michigan State 37-34. This is all because of Lovey's fantastic beard, right? Right. Uh, by the beard of Lovey, Illinois shall win. <laughs> uh, that's two high-profile wins for the Illini, and they're, they're coming to Iowa City. They're coming. Shocker of the football season, Minnesota is undefeated. Row the boat, baby. 38 undefeated teams left in college football, including three in Iowa. Three. Grandview, Morningside, and Northwestern. And a shout-out to the Central Dutch. They went for two in overtime, made it, and upset previously unbeaten Wartburg. That's playing to win. It is. Martinsdale St. Mary's nearly had to cancel its football season due to lack of players. Blue Devils finished 5-4. and four. Pretty cool. Yeah, love this. Ten student-athletes stepped up and joined the team, and I'll bet they're all glad they did. Had to have a fun year. Knockout. World War II movies or series. One had to go. See ya, Inglorious Bastards. Man, you're ingloriously knocked out. 47% ouch. I, uh, I kind of like that. that was a, well, it's out. Uh. It's out. All right, let's uh, take a call from our man Davion in Des Moines. Welcome to the show. Davion? Do you guys think that Steph Curry will be a top five point guard all time? Top five point guard, point guard all time? Yes. Or top five player all time? Top five player. No on the top five player, I don't think. No, I, I, uh, top ten, probably. Yeah. 
he is to you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think his legacy will be arguably the greatest pure shooter mm-hmm. in the history of the NBA, and he helped change the way the yeah, game is played. Yeah, if you're playing. saying maybe top five players that changed the game of basketball, he'd be in there. But top 10, top 15 player, I'm not sure top five. Buckle up, our man Cheezer is, is back. Cheezer, Cyclone football, are, uh, how are you handling that uh, furious comeback that fell just short? Yeah, they, uh, they gave good, great effort. I was... Uh... I went to Wellman's in Westville last night. I watched the game there. There was a pretty good crowd there. And uh, if Matt Campbell's listening right now, we're gonna we're gonna win the last three games, including the last four at the bowl game. And hey, John, I heard you know Tessa Finnemore. Yeah, John knows a lot of people, and it's his birthday, Cheezer. It's good to hear from you, uh, Spike. Oh, sorry, Spike. Did I cut you off? I cut off Spike. Uh-oh. Let's go to Kelly and Dennison. Sorry, Spike. Spike. You don't cut off somebody named yeah, Spike. Yeah, that's, that's like rule that's number one idea. of sound off. Yeah. Uh, Kelly is in Dennison. Hi, Kelly. Hey, how are we doing tonight? Yeah, do you like uh, Matt Campbell going for two? Absolutely. You know, it's the right call in that moment. You don't got a great kicking team. And at the end of the day, you're in Oklahoma. You go for the win. I agree with you. That was Murphy's Law tonight. Appreciate I love it. it. Had the Sooners on their heels. That was interference, though. It, it was. was interference. Yep. Uh, that'll do it for us. We are back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound-off send-off. Dowling Catholic girls win their first state swimming championship. Congratulations it's, to the Maroons. Yeah, and it's good to see Dowling win something. It's been a while. That's your alma mater. <laughs>